How you doing everybody and welcome to Beast Mode Kids. My name is Patrick Davey and this is my co-host, my daughter, Alora. Hello everybody. Uh, so we started this podcast because when it comes down to, to communication between parents and children, I've, I've done a little research and I'm just kind of looking at the different ways that kids are, are dealing with issues and different ways that parents now are dealing with issues and with technology and I feel like there's this huge gap in communication and their ability to communicate, especially as kids get older. So now, uh, they said, my name is Pat Davey. I am a personal trainer in Eau Claire, Wisconsin. Uh, I've been doing that for about eight years. And my daughter here, how old are you? I am 11 years old. So Laura's 11. And where do you go to school? I go to school at North Star Middle School in Eau Claire, Wisconsin. <laughs> in Eau Claire. So now you're going into sixth grade. You're in sixth grade. Yes. Just started the second week of school. Mm-hmm. And everything is going just grand, right? Yes. No issues? Everybody's still nice to you? Yeah. For now? For You're now. still nice to everybody? For now. <laughs> <laughs> so, the type of relationship that Alora and I have is, I, I believe it's really good. But yeah. we never, it, it started off a little different. Yeah. So, um, I came into Alora's life when she was two years old. And I am proud to say that I am her father right now. Yeah. And so, I adopted Alora five years ago. Uh, in September, but that's a we'll, we'll dig into that a little bit more. But when I when I got into um, Laura's world, and came into her world, and I met her mother, um, she was very on point with me about telling me where her where her importance were and how important things were around her, especially Laura. She was her number one, and I'm not going to tell you right now, Laura. You are still her number one. I am not in any way, shape, or form. So make sure you are fully aware of that. So let me ask you this. Like, when it comes down to our household, where do people rank? So, like, do you mean... What do you mean by ranking? Like, what like who's, kind of who's the most Who's the most important people, person in this house, or persons? Um... To most important to least important. Probably it goes from you, the parents, and then me, and then Bo. I'm going to disagree with that completely. <laughs> that, that is not how I see that at all. So what I see, and I see you and Bo are the number one. And you guys are very, like, the top tier, right? And then there's Mom. And then there's Zool. And then I'm way down at the bottom somewhere. <laughs> now, I'm just the fancy guy that pays the bills for you guys. But what it comes down to No, is and then that, there's my friends before you. <laughs> and then there's you. <laughs> You know, I've had those days of where it's just like, where do I lie? And you were right. And there's, there's most certainly many of days where that happens. But in our relationship, I, uh, I've, I've been able to help Laura grow. And one of the things that I see happening right now as her getting older is that she's starting to get in technology, wants to spend more time on her phone and all that good stuff. And as they should, don't get me wrong. I enjoy computers, I enjoy my phone, all those things, but this gives us an opportunity to really find out what's happening in her world and actually just kids' world in general. So at the end of the day, this, this podcast is really about really finding out the different issues that kids have, um, the differences that parents have, and how they can kind of coexist and really bridge the gap between the two of them when it comes down to, to communication. And so... Now, something interesting that you might know that I used to cut Alora's hair. I did yeah. a long time ago. So before I was a personal trainer, I was a barber. I loved being a barber, and it was a really good time. 
I had, you know, a great conversation, good people. But that was one of those little times where I had the opportunity to uh, really <laughs> have that little one-on-one -on -one time with Laura while she cut her hair, or while I cut her hair. <laughs> now, do you remember any of the haircuts I gave you? Yeah, I remember most of them. Sometimes you still do them, but I don't get my hair cut as often as I did, I'm pretty sure. That is true. She, you got really stick straight hair just like your mother, so it's it's, it's fairly easy, easy to do when I need to. So I still yeah. get your brother's hair, and that makes that happen. So so now when, um, when you do things around the house, right? So you're doing things around the house, or you're asked to do things around the house. There are certain expectations that you have for yourself, maybe mom and dad have for you, and there's this, there's this certain expectations that this light out there for both your parents and children. So let me ask you a question, Laura. So when it comes down to, let's say, doing the laundry, if there's some towels in the washer or in the dryer, there's some clothes in the washer, mom asks you, hey, will you switch the laundry? Now in your brain, what does that mean? It means, so... Take the dry clothes out of the dryer, put them in a basket, bring them upstairs, and then put the wet clothes from the washer into the dryer and get turn that on and get that right. Okay. That's what that means. That's what that means. Okay. So, I mean, that's that's a good portion. Now, I, and I ask that question in that fashion because there's a lot of times when we're asking our children to do something very simple. And, and, and changing laundry, I, I, I'm going to use it as a simple thing because it's moving from one thing to another. But now there are steps that are missing that the Lord didn't say it. That is the expectation that a parent has. So she took the load out. She switched everything. She brought the laundry upstairs or to the living room or wherever that may be. But in those words of, will you switch the laundry, parents also expect you to fold the laundry and then also to put the laundry away. So this is a small little communication things that we as, as parents have to learn because children don't know that they don't see that they don't it's just not in their brain yet and it's our job to guide them into that place so and I was talking to a lawyer about this before and I gave her the example of she's running late for school and she's like dad will you please make me a peanut butter and jelly sandwich before I go so now if I did that in the way that she thought about doing laundry then I would go and get the bread and the peanut butter and jelly and I would put the peanut butter and jelly on the bread and I'd leave the sandwich there. And that would be it. So then she still has to come in, find a baggie, put everything away, get the sandwich into the baggie, get into her bag. So there's this, these expectations. Like if she said that to me, she was like, oh, dad will do everything. You know, he'll, get to, he'll take care of it, all that good stuff. But it's just, I know that those things need to happen. But it's guiding your child into that situation and making sure they're doing things so you don't get angry. So I heard a quote uh, the other day from uh, a comedian that I enjoy called Chad Daniels and he said that he was uh, dealing with one of his children and he said that if something happens that angers him immediately, he stops and thinks, he says, will I still be angry at this in two weeks? And if his answer is no, then it's not worth getting angry over. And I thought about that. And I'm just like, you're absolutely right. And I've, I've really kind of taken that on to the point of just like, you know, if this is really such a mundane, simple little thing, then there's no reason for me to get angry over it. Now, do I from time to time, Laura, do I get angry? 
Yes. <laughs> no, yes. I, no hesitation. I yes. do, right. I, I know I do. I'm very much that knee-jerk type of person <laughs> will do and say something and then we'll have to apologize later. There's, uh, there's many people in my world have heard my apologies from some people in my classes to my, uh, my children, my wife, all of the good things that go along with that. All of the things. All of the things. But, and every time that I do that, I also learn from that making sure that I understand that too. So now in this podcast, in as we as we move forward here, one of the, one of my favorite things that I get to see is I get to watch Alora grow. As you can tell right now she's very quiet and she's kind of like talking from time to time. But I told you about your opportunity with this before we talked about this. Like what when it comes down to your opinions, when it comes down to your thoughts, what did I tell you about all that stuff? That I say stuff when I need to say stuff. If there's a comment, comment. If there's something that should be said, could be said, anything like that, say it. That and that is absolutely right. I've given Laura free reign to uh, to say and ask any question that she chooses to in this, um, because I think that she has every right to. You know, we chose to do this podcast together because she's going to have questions, and I have questions, and. You know, we'll all, we have a list and we have a plan when we go into these dates and everything like that. But, at the, you know, every once in a while, you're going to have those times where a random thing pops into your brain. You're like, oh, I want to ask this question right now. Because I guarantee that I'll throw her some, some curveballs from time to time. And I hope that she starts getting more comfortable and able to throw me some curveballs here. So, now, with all of that being said, when it comes down to, again, going back to that parental expectation... So now, something that happens in our, in our house when it comes to like bedtime. Yeah. Right. So bedtime at our house. So explain. You explain, Laura. What is? The, how does our? How does bedtime work in our house? So before is usually like watch a movie, watch a TV show, something like that. Mm-hmm. And then after that, what usually happens is that we brush our teeth. Bo, my brother, um, you guys read books to him pretty much, and then. He goes to sleep after that. But for me, usually just how it works is that I'm on my phone until later. So what time? No, let's go back a little bit. So what time does all everything start at? So Bo usually goes to bed at like 8, 8.15, somewhere in there. Yeah, and then more. I get into bed at the same time because there's nothing to do in the living room because if I'm loud and then he wakes up and all. So then I go into my room, play on my phone, play on my iPad, whatever, until 9, and then I could watch shows until 10.30 or something, but that's the latest it goes. So let's talk about that. That's the latest it goes. So, (laughs) (laughs) there was a night this summer when it was like 11.30. Like, you literally woke me up from my sleep because you were dancing in your room and having a good time. You were watching something or there was something on and stuff like that. And I opened it and you had that look of shock of just like, oh my God, you're there. (laughs) I've seen a ghost. So, you know, we have these expectations of our our children. And I also know that when it comes to bedtime, I get up early. I'm up at like three, three o'clock in the morning most every day um, because of my work. Um... And a lot of times the Lord's still awake when I'm going to bed. 
And so I expect her to be able to go to bed at times, at the, at the correct time, which I think now I think we'll start being a little bit better. Yeah. Especially now the school started, things are a little bit busier. We got a lot of activities and stuff happening here. And I but, have been wanting to sleep in later. <laughs> well, when you got to wake up at 6.30, then it doesn't help too much. But it's just understanding that you want to give them that freedom. You want to be able to give them the time to be able to, to kind of find their own. And just a simple little thing. There's a little bit of freedom of having your own bedroom. Of knowing, like, I have my phone. I have an iPad. I have a TV. I got whatever I can do. You could be reading a book, which is one of my favorite things to do. But unfortunately, it's been some time since I've been able to read at home because all the other ones don't get to too bad. I do get to read books every night, but it's seven-page little bow books. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so as we uh, as you kind of get to know us here a little bit, so Laura, why don't you explain who who's in our family? So, like in this household, or <laughs> yes, in, in general, in, in this just in this house, we don't need to go too big at all. So. In this house, we have our dog named Zul, who is a Boston Terrier. How old is she? She is six years old She's seven years old. Seven. Sorry. <laughs> messed it up. Okay. And so we have Zul. So we have Zul and then Bo, who is going into 4K, kind of again, because he has a summer birthday, but it was before, like, 3K. It's weird. Yeah. Yeah, he's an, he's go, he's old going into into four K. But so. he's five. Yep. And then there's mom. I forgot her age. <laughs> you don't have to go into that. Yeah. You don't need to go into that. And then there's my dad, who's old and is forty. See, <laughs> <laughs> I can't argue with that. Okay. <laughs> and then there's me, who's first year middle school, sixth grade. And under that then. And killing it. So. When it comes down to expectations, so Laura has a little brother mm -hmm. and loves her little brother oh so much. Mm -hmm. Every day just says, I just want to play with Bo. Not denying it. <laughs> just go with it. But as, as parents, you know, we, we have seen the light. And for those of you who understand that, the light is all of a sudden like, oh, we have a, a in-home babysitter whenever we choose to. And it Yay. is wonderful. Oh, that little bit of freedom and glory is so nice. Now, <laughs> fortunately, Laura does gain some things off of babysitting from time to time. Time to time. Either if it's not only just kind of cash value or um, dinner that night or, you know, Anything, clothes, really. bikes, Something all the good like things. That. There's always There's always a way, but we make sure that we have all the things that we need for our family. But it's just one of those things like when it comes down to watching your brother, that's another expectation. Yeah. And when we when we ask you to do that, there's certain things like what's the hardest thing that we've ever asked you to do when it comes down to uh, uh, babysitting both? So I think probably one of the hardest ones are where I don't like remember like a specific day when this happened or something or like I don't know if this has happened but it probably has at the this point sure. but the hardest thing is probably where like in the morning at like 6 30 i have to babysit him for like until 9 through 11 because that has happened that has happened and then we're like later on the day as well like after lunch after all that stuff from like 4 to 9 
or four to eight or something. Sure. Those are hard. But... A couple little things. Now, so you're saying that just being there with him during those four hours is hard. Like putting put him to bed? Playing him to bed is sometimes hard because he misses you guys and all of that. How could he not? We're awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I miss you so much when you're gone for two hours. <laughs> only when you have Bo. <laughs> Many of times we leave her at home, and she, uh, Laura's very, they still ask when we're walking out, so how long are you guys going to be gone? She wants to hear like five hours, but I'm like, I'll be, I'll be back in less than an hour, and she just kind of mopes away. Okay. <laughs> Unless Bo's there, then it's like half an hour. Come back yes. sooner. <laughs> Can you make it five minutes? <laughs> but setting those expectations is something that's very new. The babysitting thing for Laura is very new. Um, I mean, we've been playing with it a little bit for about the last, what, six months maybe? Yeah, something like that. And slowly adding little things to that. But now it's just that expectation of being like, you know, when it comes down to food, sometimes she'll have to feed him. But we always have like, you know, we'll have some pancakes or French toast ready to go. Or there's something yeah. that she can warm up in the microwave. Uh, some mac and cheese, one of Bo's favorites. <laughs> it's not dad's <laughs> but um but it's just making sure they have everything they need and you know that you know when when you get home from a night you know if you're out with your uh significant other or friends or whatever and you come back to your kids house, most likely your house is not going to be pristine yeah there's gonna there's gonna be a little bit of a mess in there because they were just staying alive and that's all right. Yeah. There's many of times where mom and I have gone out and are just like, oh, let's just make sure the house is not burnt down and it'll be just good. Uh -huh. <laughs> but at the end of the day, that's where trust comes in. You have shown us many of things that allows us to make sure that you know that you are a good big sister, that you have the ability to watch your brother take charge when you need to and make sure that everything is all good. And so that's one of those things that as a parent, we are very proud of you, Laura, that, that we are able to do all of those things. And then that allows us to be able to give you more freedom with that. Yay. At the end of the freedom. day here, you know, the expectations is something that I know that I'm going to be building on as we progress through here because they, you know, when, when it comes down to kids, they get older and that those expectations only get bigger, especially when it comes now to school. We got school projects, we got plays, we got softball, we got all this other things that we want to do and things that we want to pay attention to. And you just gotta, we have to hone in, lock in all the good things. Pay attention know. to what we have on what days, or else it's just going to go all chaotic like last year. <laughs> we were just fine. Last year was super chaotic. Well, you put yourself, we warned you about that. We gave you fair warning about all of the things. And you said, I can handle it. And how did that work out? I'm sorry that everything dramatic happened in the, <laughs> that time period of one week. You know... And it worked. <laughs> and it worked. And it worked out. Eventually. Just great. Eventually. Great. Eventually. Good. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that is episode one of Beast Mode Kids. My name is Patrick Davey. I am with Alora here. So two things I need you, you need to know. So if you have any questions that you would like Alora and I to answer for you, please don't hesitate to contact us at beastmodekids at yahoo.com. Please go to iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, whatever that is. Subscribe. Um, give us a review, all the good things that go along with that. Um, thank you for listening. As we go out, we're going to be looking at trying to get out here, what, once a week, do we say? Yes. About once a week here. We do that about once a week. Yeah. 
I think we'll stay nice and steady for a while here. We got a lot of time. We can do this. We're going to try to keep these tracks right around that 20 minute mark, give or take a little bit, just to try to kind of make sure that you can you can listen to these in one go from start to finish. So thank you guys for all of your time. See you next time. Bye.